The Secret Geek Podcast, Season 1, Episode 12. Hey guys, thanks for coming back to another episode of this podcast. I'm really, really happy to see that you're back. Um, uh, as last month, today I want to, to recognize somebody, right? So last month I was talking about my brother and how he, he is my, my hero. Um, but today... I actually want to talk about um, my best manager I've ever had in my whole life uh, and throughout my whole uh, career, right? And the reason why I want to talk about this is because recently I've heard a lot of people telling me like, I want to change my job. Uh, and when I ask like, why do you want to change your job? Like, is it because you're bored? Is it not challenging you? Um, Is it like, an, you know, like very unstable? What, what, what's going on, right? And a lot of people tell me the same answer. And that is, I hate my manager. And I know hate is a strong word, but people are like, you can tell they're tired. They, they, they cannot work for that person anymore, right? And I've been in those situations where you just want to like throw your towel, give up, and just do something else but i want to talk today about the best manager i've ever had in my entire life his name is aaron uh so he lives in texas and when i moved to to texas i was working uh for electronic arts uh yeah the video game company and um The situation there, I was a contractor, so my contract was about to, to expire. So I needed to find uh, a new job, a new gig. And one day I was uh, walking uh, in downtown Austin and I saw this logo of this company called uh, U-Ship. And when I saw it, I don't know, there was something there. And I was just like, let's see if they have any job openings. You know, right now I'm in the market for anything. Like I need to find a job like pretty fast. So I go ahead and I look it up on their, on their website and they have a, an opening uh, for, for quality assurance engineers. So I was like, okay, I'm going to apply. So I applied. I remember that was like a Saturday. And on Monday, they they called me and they say, hey, we're like super interested. Um, <clears throat> we would like to we would like to interview you. So I was like, okay, sounds good. Um, so I think like five days after that, um, Aaron calls me, and um, and he, we're on the phone and we're talking about like QA experience and everything like related to uh to the job, right? So I I hung up and I'm like, man, he was like a pretty cool guy, you know, like he was he was really honest with me. Like he he was telling me, like, basically, I remember he he was like, why do you want to switch from from gaming to, you know, logistics? Because it's very different and it's not as 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 sexy or like as appealing as it could be, you know, like it's true when you think about like moving or logistics or transportation, it's just like. You, you don't imagine like, oh, it's going to be like a fun job to the, to the country. You think like, oh, it's just going to be like paperwork and dealing with customers and it's going to be awful, right? 
So he was very honest and I gave him the answer of like, you know what, like my, my contract is about to expire and that's why I'm like applying. Like I was not going to lie to him, right? Like I, I was not going to be of those people that, oh my God, like I really, um, I've seen your website and I've used it and I love it and you have no idea exactly like about what you're talking about, but you just pretend to be somebody so that the interviewer, uh, has a chance to like continue with the, with the process with you, right? So they set up a meeting, uh, an interview, an on-site interview. And I, I remember I met him. Like I go directly to the building where I saw the, the, the sign, right? And um, he greets me. And the first thing that I noticed was like, this guy is wearing uh, a cap, like a baseball cap, kind of. And... Uh, and he seems super chill, you know, and I was like, hmm, interesting, because you're normally like, uh, I'm not, I wasn't expecting somebody in a suit and tie, right? But I, I don't know, like I was expecting probably something else coming from like the logistics world, right? So I go into the meeting room and I remember we had like, there were, I think like six people interviewing me at the same time. Uh, it was a round table and we had a screen on the uh, on the front and he was asking me all these questions and the team was reading my my resume. You could tell everybody had a copy of my resume and they were asking me questions about like my job experience and everything, right? And I remember uh, I kind of felt that I got the job because everybody was like super nice and smiling and I don't know, you, you just know when you when you think you, you have the job, right? So... Like he, he tells me like, ah, let me give you a tour around the office. And like, uh, he takes me around the office. And, uh, I remember it was like, I think like noon or 1 PM, something like that. And I still hadn't had lunch by that time. So like he takes me on the tour, I leave the place and, uh, <laughs> I, I decided to go to the, to the restaurant next door, uh, of the office, which was a Mexican restaurant. And, um, I go into the restaurant, I start like ordering food. This was like a 15 minute break, probably between the moment I left the room all the way till I get my table in the in the restaurant and I get a phone call and uh, it's HR from from this company. Right. And they tell me like, hey, uh, so Aaron just gave me your feedback and uh, which to me was like outstanding right like you never expect like coming out of like um of a of an interview and like get a phone call right away and uh they told me like uh you got the job and i was extremely happy because i could not believe it i was thinking like i'm not gonna be able to get a job as fast as i can um and my contract at, at ea is gonna expire and like i'm gonna be in trouble you know because i was under a visa so it was it was very like stressful. So when I heard that I was getting the job and it was a full-time job, it was not a contract, I was excited. I was extremely excited. So I start uh going into the into the job the first day and I'm super excited. I get orientation and uh again I see everybody, right? Aaron and the rest of the team and the rest of the company. And it was surreal. Aaron never and I don't think he has ever done it in his life. Like for him, he that barrier of like manager and employee never existed. He and I, we were 
almost the same, right? Like he was, he had different job and responsibilities, of course, but I never saw him as like, oh, he's my my superior. And I don't think he ever saw me as like, oh, you know, he's kind of like my slave or like my employee or whatever. To the contrary, he was like, he was extremely friendly. And um, Aaron taught me so much. And the reason why I have so much respect to Aaron is because he believes in me. Throughout your whole career, uh, you probably think like when you're at, at the job, when you're not an entrepreneur, uh, when you're working under somebody, uh, you just feel you're doing somebody's job, right? Like you have to do something. But it's very rare to find the case of like somebody that motivates you, that is interested in like your personal and your professional goals, you know? Aaron became more than my manager. He became a friend. I still talk to him and you know, like when he knows that I'm like in in trouble, he he's there, he's out there. And it's crazy because those people do not exist anymore. You know, it's very rare to find a case where at work you can say you feel safe, where you feel you can tell anything and that person is not going to judge you or is going to come back and like hunt you, right? Aaron is a person that listens to you. It's a person that tries to support you in any way possible, no matter what it is, right? Like I bet if I was telling Aaron like, hey, can you give me like a hundred dollars because I need it right now because I'm starving? Like he would probably like take me out for food and like buy food for like a whole week or something like that. He's that generous. It's crazy, right? It's crazy to find people out there that are still like that amazing. And I won't deny it. Working for him was amazing because our one-on-ones, he, it's very rare because uh, he's the only person that, that uh, has done this type of one-on-ones. Uh, he would take me on uh, to a bar and like he would tell me like, which beer do you want? Can you imagine like building that bond? It, and it's funny because it's something silly, but it's true. When you're out of the office, like just the fact that somebody takes you for like a walk for a one-on-one, and takes you for a juice or for food or for a drink or for it, whatever it is. It's amazing how you can build so much trust, right? Because that person is basically telling you like, we are going to be in a better space where you can actually vent, where you can actually tell me your concerns, where you're free from anything, you know? And... I learned so much about that because I never imagined how much of a difference that can cause, right? Aaron like would listen to me, he would guide me, and it was crazy. We would of course also share stories like uh, during our one-on-one, not just like uh, not just uh, work-related, but uh, like I remember like uh, I started learning a lot about beers uh, through him. Because when we would go into the bar, he would tell me, which which beer do you want? And like, imagine it, of course, Austin that has a ton of beers in every bar. And I'm a Mexican that like, we, like nowadays, I think Mexicans are now more into IPA beers, but not everyone. Like we would still have our brands and we would stick to those brands instead of like trying new things or like allowing those things, right? And uh, like 
Aaron would tell me like, oh, what type of beer do you like, right? And I would be like, uh, I like more like this type of beer or like this other type of beer. And he would like guide me. He would even tell me like, look, this one is this way and it tastes kind of like this, blah, blah, blah. And like, it was crazy to me because guiding like that, it, it, wow, right? And, uh, and we would talk about like other stuff like oh he knew that i was into video games and uh, he would ask me like oh what what is your uh, favorite video game you know and like stuff like that and something that i still like uh i still keep with myself is uh when christmas came there was of course the the typical right the secret santa uh <laughs> kind of like game and uh aaron had my name so he he picked up to uh to the legend of zelda mangas and bought them and he he gave me that for christmas and it was just like out of all the people in the company that could have given me something i got it from the best person in that company you know like the person that i admired the most the person that i actually strive to be one day right he i know he's a fatter and he's an excellent dad you know like i know he might think like oh i'm not blah 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 like he because he's so hard on himself but to be quite honest he uh, like no i can tell that like he's a really loving dad that uh that is out there taking care of his family you know and you know for that reason i want to thank him for inspiring me for to be a better person a better self Throughout my career, I had managers that told me like, so what do you want to be in, 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 in the future? And I would say like, well, you know, I would like to be uh, a manager one day or a director or a simple, right? A leader. And most people like would tell you like, oh, I don't see you as a leader. You know, I had that comment by one of my managers. She She told me like, sorry but i gotta tell you you're not made up to be a leader and i was i was very young i had like 24 25 like i was just starting in my in my professional career and uh when when you hear those words of like oh no you're never gonna be a manager it's like wow like your dreams are getting crushed right and in some form of way i had like that self-doubt of myself and uh and Aaron, one day asked me, where do you see yourself in the future? And because there was that that bond, I told him, like, well, I would like to be one day a leader or a manager. Although I know that uh, maybe I, I'm, I'm not capable of handling it. And he he actually told me, like, why, why do you say that? And I was like, well, a lot of people have told me that, um, that actually I'm not... Uh, I'm not a good leader, that I'm I'm a great individual, that I'm great at what I do, uh, that I could be a principal one day of my like principal QA, but never like a leader. And uh, he was like, uh, you know what? Take take that shit out of your mind because I think you would be a terrific leader. And he wasn't telling me that because he was nice. No, he was being honest with me because there were times, of course, when Aaron would tell me, like, ah, maybe you should do this instead of this, right? But it wasn't. Like, he was being honest with me. He was being truthful. And he he really told me, like, 
one day you'll be that, you know? And I think you would be terrific. And it's crazy because years passed, I became a leader. It was such a hard job. And uh, and I I learned from him, you know, because now I was having the one-on-ones with, uh, with these people and uh, I was trying to guide them. I was trying to be their mentor, trying to motivate them, trying to be what Aaron became to me, right? Uh, and it's so, so crazy how, how much can a person influence you? And I'm glad he showed up in my life. I'm glad he actually was there, that he actually became a great person in my life, became no, not, not only my manager, but also a friend, a really, really great friend that even though I'm not in Texas right now, even though I'm not, I haven't been to Texas like probably like in two or three years, I know he's still there and he knows that I'm still here, right? Like we know we we can count on each other. And for that, I got to say he is the best person for these months, um, this month's talk, you know, this appreciation talk that I told you last month that I would be doing in a series of uh, episodes. And thank you, Aaron. Seriously. I really, really, like words cannot describe how much you have changed in my life, you know, like how, how big of an impact you have been. And probably not only me, but a lot of people. I know there's, there's going to be people out there that are going to like talk math mad shit about you but hey haters gonna hate right so it doesn't matter for me he is the best manager anybody in their life can have you know like and i'm being that serious and i really hope that our paths cross again because i would really love to work with him again it doesn't matter if he's my manager or not like i would love to work for him because i know that he's going to be still inspiring me to be a better self. So there's that, you know, uh, today I want to ask you like, who's, who has been your worst manager and who has been your best manager, you know? Um, because it's funny. You always remember those two. You always remember the best one and the worst one. The ones in between, you rarely remember them. You would remember them when you're describing your jobs or thinking about the jobs that you have done. But you always remember like the great times and the worst times. And <laughs> the worst manager I've had, I don't know. I have two in my list that they are pretty close, but I I won't disclose them, you know. But at least I can disclose the best one. And for that, thank you, Aaron. I really, 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 really wish you all the best. And I hope I can see you again soon after like the pandemic. I would love to to go to Texas and have um, some beers with him, you know? So yeah, there's that. And I want to thank everybody for again listening to this podcast. It means a lot. Um, please follow us again on our social media, skp underscore podcast on Instagram. And... I hope to see you in the next one. Bye.